Warning, the following podcast contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode one of the collaboration episodes for the next couple of weeks. On this one, I went over to Weird Distractions and we read funny spam messages and kind of just bantered back and forth. And I had a really good time. Alex, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. For everyone else, don't forget the Addicted series is almost here. So starting May 1st, you're going to get an introduction episode. May 4th, you're going to get an interview. And then it'll go to two episodes a week. So stay tuned. I'm so excited. It's all coming together. I have the intro episode done. I have episode one done. I'm working on a whole bunch of things on this series. And I'm just so freaking excited for it to come out. If anyone out there wants to be a part of it, reach out to me, jerryroompodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to come on the show, but you want to send me your story in writing, I can definitely read it for you. No names, just anonymous. I'm just really excited about the series, and I hope you guys are too. With that being said, stay safe, and thanks for listening. Addiction. Noun. The fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance. Thing or activity, an overwhelming compulsion. As a species, we have a fascination with wanting to escape the prisons of our lives. To feel like we can dance with these toxic substances as a way to feel something different and new. We think we're always going to come away unscathed. We never expect to find ourselves addicted. This series will explore the need to escape our realities, the history of our fascination with the illicit, and to share the stories of those who have come away from the battle, war-torn and battered, but alive. Welcome to Addicted, a Jury Room production. If you or a loved one have been struggling with addiction, or have in the past, and would like to share your story, Please feel free to reach out to me via social media or through email at juryroompodcast at gmail.com. Hello, and welcome to the Jury Room, where we dissect some of the most heinous, some of the most unthinkable, and some of the most monstrous crimes to ever scar the earth. From cannibalistic serial killers to decades-old unsolved mysteries, these stories are sinister enough to keep you up at night. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. You are listening to March 2022's Weird Spam episode. It is me, one of your hosts of Weird Distractions podcast, Alex. Unfortunately, Chrissy couldn't join us this month because, as you probably figured, she's working a lot. Uh, And, you know, it is her birthday month, so I figured I'd give her a couple breaks here and there. Luckily, I was able to find somebody else to sit in for this month. And I am so excited to have my fellow Oracle member or family member on for this month's Weird Spam. So please give 
give a warm welcome to Kevin. He is the host of the Jury Room podcast. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Happy birthday to your co-host. How exciting is that? <laughs> and damn her for working so much. Who wants to do that, right? Yes. Also, before I introduce myself, I just want to... First, give you guys a huge congratulations on your 100th episode. That's fucking exciting. Thank you. Um, so I, I hope to to make it to 100. You guys are <laughs> doing a fantastic job. Huge fan of your guys' show and keep on keeping on, right? I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your kind words. That's amazing. And speaking of shows, can you tell our listeners about the Jury Room podcast? You know, anything that you've been working on recently? Uh, for those that haven't heard of Kevin and his show, where are you? Why are you sleeping on it? But it's a true crime podcast. And I would just like to say, you do such a good job with some of the heaviest true crime cases out there. So... It is absolutely fabulous, the ones that you cover. And do you mind just maybe giving maybe a little bit more information about your show and about yourself? Like, tell our listeners, who who's Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, so the Jury Room Podcast is a solo-hosted, narrative-based true crime podcast. Very much diving into, you know, like Alex said, heavy topics, uh, cases. I try to pick serial killers or cases that people haven't heard a lot of. So I will, I like to say that I, I, you know, I have a method, but I really don't. I go on usually Murderpedia and kind of just pick randomly. Nice, same. But I also, <laughs> go, right. So, but I'll Google it to see if, you know, if there's a lot of coverage on mm -hmm. them or not before I, do, you know, decide to do it or not. Um, but I cover a lot of serial killer cases, cults, uh, missing persons, unsolved mysteries, you know, kind of a little bit of everything in the true crime genre. I was kind of all over the place when I started, um, but so I've since you know, gotten to a point where it's, I try to stick to around serial killers and kind of the darker side. Cause I, I know a lot of people, it's hard for a lot of people to hear it, but it's also hard for a lot of people to cover it. So I try to, you know, take it on for, for yeah. everybody else. So, um, but then I have, so I, it is a solo hosted for one episode, but then I bring a guest on for the next episode and we discuss the topic. And so it's a little bit more light, you know, a little bit lighter. My audience gets to know me a little bit better. Nice. So as far as things that I'm working on, mm -hmm. so Right now, uh, as far as the true crime goes, I'm actually working on Jared Lautner, um, which was... Oh. It's actually... Tucson is my hometown. That's where I'm originally from. And so okay. I was actually living there at the time when it happened. So that was... Uh, that was crazy. I'd never had something like that happen around yeah. me. So, but Holy. then as far as what else I'm working on. So right now I'm working on an addiction series. Uh, the name of the series is going to be Addicted. But it's something that has touched many people including myself mm -hmm. uh i was never necessarily addicted to anything but i had a lot of substance abuse problems when i was younger and so right. and a lot of my family members have addiction problems and, and and i know a lot of people suffer with addictions and i was watching um the show dope sick on hulu oh, okay and it I don't know. It inspired me. I, I don't have a huge platform, but I also I, I do have a, you know, somewhat of a platform. You have a like, huge platform, Kevin. You know, but, <laughs> but, so but so it's short. one of those things that it's one of those things that I, I feel that there's a lot of stigma around drugs and and mm -hmm. addicts. And and I, I don't I, I want to break that. I want to get people to start talking about it because, yes, there are a lot of addicts who if they weren't addicted, they would be bad people and those aren't the people that I want to help right. but there are the people who are good people 
who are addicts who do bad things, but it doesn't make them bad people. Exactly. And so I want to break that stigma. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think all drugs should be legal. I, mm-hmm. I I 100% believe it. I think the alcohol industry is fucking disgusting. Yep. Um, <laughs> as much as many people... I, I'm I'm all for choices. Everybody should have a choice to what mm-hmm. they want to use. But right now we have one people have one substance that's legal that they can get in trouble for and it's alcohol yeah and alcohol is like the worst thing for your body so it's kind of not i'm not saying that fucking heroin is good for your body either but if you <laughs> if you had a choice maybe even just marijuana or you know something mm-hmm. something other than alcohol you know maybe there would be because alcohol kills a lot of people every year whether it be from alcoholism mm-hmm. Um, liver failure, um, abuse, yeah. you have uh, car accidents. You know what I mean? Like, I've never known anybody to smoke a joint and go kill somebody. Like, that's just not, you know what I mean? So Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on. It, it's it's crazy because I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, marijuana is a Schedule 1 drug, right? So it's, right. believe this or not, cocaine is less of a scheduled drug than marijuana. Oh, my God. And Sorry, where are you? Because for some reason, I thought you're on the e, no West Coast, right? In the States. I'm on the West Coast. West Coast. Okay. For some reason in my head, when I was telling um, Christy about it, I'm like, yeah, I feel like he's in BC. But no, you're in the States. Mm-mm. Okay. So yeah, um, that's that's insane. And- right. So so the on the gateway drug, okay, let's think back to when we were kids, right? When we were, in t- when, when we were teenagers. So I agree that marijuana can be a gateway drug and i'll tell you why is because think about it when you're a kid so you start smoking weed right but then you have that one friend that kind of comes into your group Mm -hmm. and they have cocaine right right? we'll just hypothetically say your friend brings cocaine into the group right in your head you're like well i've already done a bad thing right with Mm -hmm. marijuana oh why shouldn't i try cocaine right so that's where I believe the gateway comes from, mm-hmm. but if we educated people, right? If we started educating children younger, instead of no, right. don't do it, say, hey, these are the repercussions mm-hmm. if you do it. This is what you're potentially looking at. Like, if you educated people, like abstinence, right? Just like, yeah. oh, you know, sex is bad. Don't have sex. This is that's the way to teach kids how to not have sex. Exactly. Like, when I was a teenager, um, teenage pregnancy ran rampant in my yep. high school because oh you're well we're telling the kids not to have sex it's like that doesn't work telling somebody no just makes them want to go do it more you know what i mean well, exactly and when it comes to <laughs> that example all i think about is the mean girls movie where the gym teachers like don't have sex or you'll go pregnant and die <laughs> and that's the mentality around you know teenage sex or you know substance use right i remember specifically in high school we used to get um these like rubber band bracelets and it they said say no to meth right and if you wore yours for like a month or something you got like a free prize or something like that right but right. it's it's the it's the aspect of if you tell a, a teenager not to do something well shit they want to know what what's going on right like they want to know why it's so bad right and then that leads right. to different things but if you just educate them properly right like i don't know about uh, when you learned about like substance use and stuff like that, but I think I was already in grade 11. And at that point, it's like, I've already tried marijuana. Like I'm drinking every weekend with my friends. Same. And that's, you know, and that's the ridiculous part is that like when I was younger too, 
when I was in, I think, elementary school, that was when the whole ADHD pandemic, you know, epidemic, I want to say, was going on. And I was part of it. I uh, I was a rambunctious kid. And I do, right. I think, to a certain degree, have ADHD. Uh, but they shoved pills down my throat. You know what I mean? And so it's one of those things that mm-hmm. the, the the pharmaceutical industry in itself is is disgusting and gross to begin with. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it's about educating people. I think if they were to take the money... Because that's another thing, like here in the States, the the prison system is overrun with nonviolent drug offenders, right? So why not, instead of locking these people up, you have now criminalized these people. Yes, and it's just so stupid. Instead of trying to help them. And our rehabilitation system is fucking garbage anyway. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyways, so that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> on surface level, what I want to, you know, tackle and start a conversation on and, and I know there's a lot of people in the space doing it too, but it's, it, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I think, I just think it needs to be talked about more. Yeah. And I applaud you for doing that. I, full transparency, I work in mental health and addictions and there's a slow shift here in Canada. I'm, I'm only talking about Ontario, for example, where people are recognizing mental health and addictions as being, you know, something that some people can't control and just, you know, less stigmatized, but we still have such a long way to go in terms of that. So the more that people are talking about it, especially on a podcast platform, I think is going to do wonders. So I'm excited for that series to come out. I think you are doing an amazing job with both already. So round of applause. (laughs) And Alex, if... If you, I didn't realize you were working in mental health and addiction. If you want to come on and talk about like oh, for sure. your experience, because it, because that's just it. I'm not like I'm interviewing addicts too, but I'm also interviewing family members. Mm-hmm. Um, I just spoke to a woman yesterday who wrote a book about her son who oh had heroin gosh. addiction. Aww. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm actually talking to a former prosecutor. Oh wow! And so I'm I'm excited about that one because well, I'm excited about all of them. I shouldn't say that one. It's specific but yes but i'm excited about that one because she now works right so she she was a prosecutor but it, mm-hmm. she didn't make enough money so she got out of prosecuting and now she's working for an organization who's trying to legalize marijuana Shit, that's awesome so it's like opposite right yeah. but i want to know like what her you know it, what her views were as a prosecutor prosecuting you know what i mean the nonviolent drug offenders and stuff like that so i think it, that's going to be a yeah. good perspective just scratch your brain a little bit and be like tell me everything that right. you just want to yeah yeah right. oh my gosh that's awesome yeah no if you ever need if you ever need a guest I'm here. I do. I'm going to bring you on. <laughs> okay. We're going to set this up when we're done. Yes, right now. sounds good. But before we get to that, I have a couple of questions for you before we also get into our email. So if this is the first time you're listening to the Weird Spam series, hi, hello, how are you doing? Uh, but Kevin and I are going to read three weird emails that we've received in our junk mail. And before getting into those emails, I've got at least four questions for Kevin. So the first question I have for you, Kevin, is have you ever accidentally fallen for a scam? And if so, what was it? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of months ago, so for transparency's sake, I, I don't know, it's it probably about six months ago or something. I got Adobe Illustrator. Okay. <laughs> And I started messing around with it and I really enjoyed it. And I I enjoyed, I say past tense, I really enjoy, you know, working on graphics and stuff like that. So 
I got this weird email and it actually it came oh no to my it didn't go to spam it actually came to my like thing inbox okay it, right and so I had started talking to a couple of people how I wanted to potentially you know maybe start making graphics for people blah 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 right. so I opened it and I read it and I was like okay maybe somebody gave them my email cool and so I started I responded and it the conversation started going and then they're like yeah I need this and I've got like and it was like an absurd ass amount of money it was like five thousand dollars or something and I was like and I stopped and I was like what fuck this is fake I know like I just stopped responding at that point because I was like I was like, well, I was like, I'm not going to next. They're going to ask me for my fucking bank account. So I was like, oh, no, well, shit. So recently that would be it. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't actually like lose any money or anything like crazy good. like that. Good. OK, good. Now, the next question I have is, have you ever been hacked before? So this could be like a Facebook account, a hack, Instagram account, a hack, email account, a hack, anything like that. I have not actually. Wow. Okay. That's good. <laughs> it is so frustrating. I've had my Facebook account hacked and it is so frustrating because you try to re- put your email, put your passwords in this, that, and the other. And it's like, no, no, that's not it. It's like, I've had this Facebook account for 10 years. Don't, don't tell me I'm don't. wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> don't tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Right. God. Um, what is the weirdest scam that you've ever heard of? Weirdest scam. Man. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, you got your, your normal, I say normal, but, you know, your, <laughs> your Nigerian princes that are always looking for money. Yeah, um, I was just man. thinking that. <laughs> yes. You know what? I, it, I would say weirdest is been since the pandemic because you see all these COVID-19 scams that are coming mm-hmm. in. In fact, I got a, I, as I was looking at my spam right now, I had a, I have a COVID-19 one. I was going to pick it, but I'm like, eh, maybe yeah. I'll stay away from that one. Fair enough, fair um, enough. Yeah, I would say right now, the probably the weirdest is the, the, the pandemic stuff, because that's fucked up to try to take care of or take advantage of people yeah. during a, a, a troubling time. Yeah, a global pandemic. Let's try and like right. scam people out of thousands, <laughs> if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would also like to put MLMs on that list too. Fuck yeah. them too. <laughs> well, that actually leads into my last question. What is the most convincing scam you've ever heard of? Herbalife. Which, okay, tell me a little bit more about that. that that's that's like a, a diet thing, right? Like a right. diet tea, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, like diet tea, diet supplements. It's like the whole nine yard. I, I, oh, okay. MLMs are like, they're fucked up. I almost fell yes. for that when I was a kid. I was probably... 18, 19, I was looking for a job and you answer an ad and they're like, yeah, come see us. And it's like, all these people are all dressed up and blah, blah, blah. And then you realize, oh no, this is, this is not a, no. This, this is Mm. a cult. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is a cult. Right. Right. Uh, A very like dressly nice cult. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair. I would, I've had friends that do MLMs for like a couple months here and there. And it's kind of funny how we dance around it when it's people we know right. doing it. So for example, my one friend, she got into this, uh, it's called Pamper Chef. I don't know if they have it in the States, but yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I was drinking. I okay. had my mic muted. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, yeah, she got into Pamper Chef and you know, 
to kind of not make her feel bad for falling for an MLM, we're like, yeah, you know, like this stuff is usable. It's it's fine. Right? It's usable. It doesn't mean it's good. It's just usable. And then the second she was done, it we're like, oh my god, thank God, <laughs> thank fuck, fuck. you are right. out of that. <laughs> yeah, so much money, so much money. Oh, so much, so right. much. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we have we have all of them. We have Pamper Chef. That was big when I was younger. Uh, Cutco knives. Oh, Herbalife. I don't know if you speaking on on MLMs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch YouTube a lot or not. But there's this channel that I watch. Her name is Illuminati. And yes. Yeah, yes. she covers a lot of the the MLMs and stuff like that. Yeah, I stumbled on her account when I when we did the um, MIT Science Club, and I really liked her video about it. So I subscribed yeah. to her her channel, but. Of course, I was telling Christy about it, and she's like, wait, like, Illuminati? Like, the Illuminati? I was like, no, but she spells it, like, <laughs> naughty. And she, Christy just looked at me, she's like, oh, okay, whatever. It's it's on your time. <laughs> like, super yeah. cringe, right? Christy's like that, just, like, uh, not approving parent between the two of us. It's like, right. whatever you're doing on the internet, just fucking do it. Just don't include it, me in it. Just, right. just don't tell <laughs> yeah, just me don't about tell it. Just don't tell me about it. Speaking of weird things on the internet, Kevin, do you want to kick us off with our emails with your first email? I absolutely will. So my email comes from the United States. Ooh. All right. Well, I know. I'm excited about this right now. <laughs> Hello. Hello, dear. My name is Ava Smith from United States. <laughs> I am a French and American national dual living in the U.S. and sometimes in the U.K. for the purpose of work. I hope you consider my friend request and consider me worthy to be your friend. I will share some of my pics and more details about myself when I get your response. Thanks, Ava. Didn't realize it was Thursday because someone is thirsty. Uh, dude, someone's, someone's a thirsty bitch today. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. I think I have one of those two where it's like, please be my friend. <laughs> Just please. Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right. I will read you my first one. So this is from Mary Edward and the subject reads, hi, all caps. Dearest one, thanks for the opportunity to be your friend. I know this mail will come to you as a surprise since we have not met or had previous correspondence. Please bear with me. I would really like to have a good relationship with you. I have a special reason why I decided to contact you. I decided to contact you because of the urgency of my situation here. I am Miss Mary Edward, 22 years old girl from Republic of Ghana, the only daughter of late Dr. Edward Mabogo, the former minister of agriculture under leadership of the former president. Oh my gosh, this is a run on sentence. John Adam Mills. My father died on the 11th of April, 2020, after he tested positive for the coronavirus. Damn. Okay. Damn. That sucks. Um, I am constrained to contact you because of the maltreatment I am receiving from my stepmother. She planned to take away all wait she planned to take away all my late father's treasury and properties from me since the unexpected death of my beloved father capital f her father by the way of course because i think he's holy but who knows (laughs) 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 meanwhile meanwhile i wanted to escape to europe but she hid away my international passport and other valuable traveling documents luckily she did not discover where i kept my father's file file with a capital f of course uh, which contains (laughs) important documents super important super important 
Uh, important documents decide to run to the refugee camp where I am pres presently seeking asylum under the United Nations High Commission for the Refugee here in... Oh my gosh, I did not see that word when I'm printing this email. <laughs> okay. It is O-U-A-G-A-D-O-U-G-O-U. Agudagu? Agudagu. That does... Okay. I don't even think that's a word, but that's fine. We can... Those are certainly that's, letters that's, that are together. Those are letters that have been glued together in this uh, in this sentence. And apparently that is in the Republic of Burkina Faso, which when we started this series, this is how ignorant I am being, you know, a person that's only traveled to like two, no, three countries. Um, I thought Burkina Faso was like a made up place. I was like, whoever's making this place up, like they're really consistent with it. Say it's it a again? real place. Say it again. Burkina, Fa Burkina Faso. Wait, that's not a fake place? No, apparently I think it's in the con like the uh Africa continent, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh you're you're teaching me something new today. <laughs> <It's>, I <laughs> I was so ignorant. I'm like, that sounds fake, blah blah blah. And then I think Christy and I literally Googled it during a recording and I was like, Oh, it's real. You're like, oh, this is real. If you're no listening shit. from there, please understand. I had no idea this was yeah. a real place. I am so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> so apparently she's in this refugee in the Republic of Burkina Faso. Uh, she then writes, I wish to contact you personally for a long-term business relationship and investment assistance in your country. My father of blessed memory deposited the sum of, oh gosh. So it's, she put 7.200,00.00. I think she meant to say 7.2 million, but it just looks like $7.20. Hell, oh my God, fuck yeah. You gotta respond for $7, man. <laughs> that's make or break here in this economy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Shit. <laughs> if I can get a couple of cheeseburgers right. now. Oh, gosh. Uh, so she deposited that in the bank with my name as the next of kin. However, I shall forward you the necessary documents on confirmation of your acceptance to assist me for the transfer and investment of the fund in your country as you, me, will help me in, in an investment. And I would like to completely wait. What? I would like to complete my studies as I was in my first year in university when the crisis started. I mean, I think you're going to need a little bit more than $7.20 to complete your uh, your studies, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... I wish that... That was the end, but it keeps going. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I receive your positive response, showing your interest, I will put things into action immediately. In the light of the above, I shall appreciate an urgent message indicating your ability and willingness to handle this transaction sincerely. I am awaiting, capital A, your urgent and positive response. Please do keep this only to yourself. Oop. <laughs> I beg you not to disclose it till I come over once the <laughs> transfer. Oops. Uh, and then she writes, thanks, yours, Mary Edward. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's so much fun. All right, Kevin, what's your next email? <sighs> fuck. Okay, here we go. All fucking caps. And it's trans... Wait, what the fuck? Okay, so we need to translate message because there's some... <laughs> okay, so it tra it's translating it from Spanish to English for context, okay? Nice. All right. Okay, perfect. Good, because I don't speak Espanol. Right. 
I don't either, so it's fine. Okay, this is a, <laughs> this is a super short one, so you're going to laugh okay. as to why it's funny it's translating from Spanish to English. <laughs> okay. My name is Alexander Beaufort of the Republic of Togo in Africa. I need your help to transfer $13.5 million from the bank here for sharing between you and me. Responsible for more details, email, and then it gives the email. <laughs> But remember, it translated from Spanish to English, but he's in Africa. As soon as he said Belford, my mind went to Jordan Belford. I'm like, is this a Ponzi scheme? Are we about to fall into a Ponzi scheme? What's happening? Fuck yeah, Ponzi schemes. Let's do it. I don't have penny stocks, damn it. <laughs> oh, oh this one okay i got another one i this one's got a uh, um i meant the next one but this okay. one's got a bible verse in it oh we love to see it okay so i will quickly read mine so we can get to that one so mine is from an angela griffith it, the subject line also reads hello and angela griffith writes it's my pleasure to contact you assuming i want to patronize your business what are your area of business? What are you selling? Describe the products. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Assuming that I want to patronize your business, what is it? What, what do you do? I want to give you money, but what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to give you money, but what the fuck are you doing? That's awesome. And then it says, describe the products or services you sell, such as materials or detailed price lists, how much the product and service cost, and how you will deliver it to the customer. I will be interested. Sex toys. <laughs> Lube. Just straight paraphernalia. Uh -huh. Just straight. Right, right. We don't even know what kind. Right. Just paraphernalia. Right. Not even little ones. We're talking like God, <laughs> a fist of God type shit. <laughs> It's a, it's six feet long. That's all you need to know. Right. We're not going to tell you. And six feet wide. <laughs> Fit that shit in. You can do it. Oh, shit. She then writes, I will be interested in wanting you to receive some amount of money from me and then invest it under your company or services. And company and services are in capitals. <laughs> <laughs> Then she writes, this is my choice of contacting you, which arose from the geographical nature of your business and that of your country. I will send <laughs> I will send you my photos and give you full details about myself as soon as I hear from you. Best regards. This is the best. Dr. Miss Griffith Angela. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Doctor? Oh, shit. She, she's got money. You know. She's got that right. medical money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. Okay, what's that email that you were saying with the Bible verse? I'm so excited. <sighs> okay. All right, let's see here. Let's see if I can find. Okay. So, subject line is greetings, my dear. Oh my. Okay. All right. It it's like it's like three times the normal size of I don't know if oh. you can see this or not, but Oh my. That is a Stephen King novel. Right. So, let's do this. This letter might be a surprise to you, but I believe that you will be honest to fulfill my final wish. Oh, no. I bring peace and love to you. Mm. It is by the grace of God I had no choice. I had no choice then to do what is lawful and right in the sight of God for eternal life and in the sight of man of witness of God's mercy and glory upon my life. My dear, I sent this email praying it will find you in a good condition of health. I myself are in, are in okay, since I myself are in a very critical health condition in which I sleep every night, every night without knowing if I may be alive to see oh, the no. next day. Same. 
<laughs> right. Like, welcome to fucking being a human being, but it, that's yeah, fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I am Angelina John Van. Oh. A widow suffering from long-time illnesses. I thought it said window for a second. I was like, oh. <laughs> We might explain why you have health problems. That might explain. A, a widow suffering from long-time illnesses. I have some funds I inherited from my late husband. Oh, and her husband died. Oh, pull on the heartstrings. Uh, so the sum of $11 million. Oh, my. My doctor recently told me that I have a serious sickness, which is a... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, and it's kind of morbid because every time they're okay. like, "Yeah, we have cancer." Every everyone that's been on this series laughs. It's like, okay, right. So it's the way that she yes. said it, though. The my doctor told me recently that I have a serious sickness, which is cancer problem. Yeah, cancer problem. It's like cancer problem. Right. Elaborate. Which disturbs me the most. Oh wait, which disturbs me most is my stroke sickness. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Work. All right. Having known my condition, I decided to donate this fund to a good person that will utilize it at the way I'm going to instruct Heron. Heron? Okay. Heron. H-E-R-E-I-N. You don't hear that anymore. Heron. Okay. I know. I need a very yeah. honest and God-fearing person <laughs> who can claim this money <laughs> and use it for charity works, for orphanages, and gives justice and help to the poor, needy, and widows, says the Lord. Jeremiah twenty-two fifteen through 16. Oh. And also build mm. schools for less privilege that will be named after my late husband, if possible, and to promote the word of God and effort that House of God is making. Maintained. That's a lot. Where's your husband's fucking name? You didn't even yeah, give me your like husband's fucking name. Yeah, like how do we know that, just, that you didn't steal this money? Right, here we go. There's still more. There, oh, and, wow. But wait, there's but, more. But wait. <laughs> right. For the low price of $999, you can get scammed. <laughs> I do not want a situation where this money will be used in an ungodly manner. That's why I am taking this decision. I am not afraid of death, so I know where I am going. I accept this decision because I do not have any child who will inherit this money after I die. Please, I want your sincerity. Sin Hold on. Let's let's see if that's English. <laughs> Please, okay. I want your sincerely and urgent answer to know if you will be able to execute this project. Oh. And I will give you more information on how the fund will be transferred to your bank account. May the grace, peace, love, and the truth be in the word of God with you mm -hmm. and all those that you love and care for. I am waiting for your reply. May God bless you. Oh, wow. Mrs. Angelina John Van. And it's literally John Van, like John and then Van. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's too much, man. That's too much. That, That's too much. The, the whole aspect of may God bless you, your family, that that's very, uh, mm, that's a lot. Right. I don't. That's very cool. I feel. Yeah. That's cr That's super yeah, cringy. I'm not a religious person by any means, and I don't shame anyone that is, but I hate when those emails or even just people judge are like, oh, God bless you. Bless your sweet soul. It's like, I'm not baptized. I don't think you can do that. Like, first of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, <laughs> me and me and Satan have a good relationship here. I don't need you to fuck it up for me. All right. Yeah. Can you just drop the God shit? Because like, the big can, man's listening. Right, like, he's, he's listening right now. And I don't fucking appreciate your shit. Exactly. Oh, my fucking God. It's 
we get a lot of emails where it's like, oh, yeah, we have a cancer. We have a stroke sickness. <laughs> I might not wake up tomorrow. And every single time I hear that or see that, it's like, same. Like, I don't have a sickness, so, but like. But I don't necessarily know that I want to wake up tomorrow. Exactly. There's right. World War Three potentially happening. Honestly, right. <laughs> like, right. we don't know if tomorrow's going to be granted. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. To take that from a morbid place, I just took us. So my last email is from Ma- uh, Melinda Andrew Casmir or Casmeyer. And the subject line reads, hello, my beloved. And it's a really short one, but it's a goodie. So the email reads, hello, my dear. How are you doing today? My name is Mrs. Andrew Melinda Ecole, and, not and, it's and, from France. And I have something very important and urgent, capital U, that I want to discuss with you. So please do respond for more information if interested. And then this bitch's name changes again, because it's Mrs. Andrew Melinda Andrew. So we went from <laughs> Melinda Andrew Casmire, Casmir, whatever, to Sweet. Mrs. Andrew Melinda Ecole, to Mrs. Andrew Melinda Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god she, we love identity change she forgot who she on was the fly. <laughs> oh, wait which identity am i using shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit right. i've already crossed off two names off this you know fake name list i guess i'll just use the third oh my god <laughs> oh shit all right kevin what is your last email oh, you know what i was finding one i'll find one they're all long, and I'm like, God damn, man. Like, I don't... If you want to read a long one, go for it. No shame in the long email game. Oh, my God. Okay, so this one is... This one's long, so... Oh my <laughs> I'm God. so excited. Okay, so it's... <laughs> okay, so the... Na- <laughs> the the subject line is greetings this is humanitarian work the very first line so it's a fucking it's a long paragraph like it's a long email but the very first line the very first line says i apostrophe am suffering from cancer of the heart oh no that's the first line oh yikes on a bike right no right so dear friend (laughs) <laughs> Greetings to you from the name of the Lord God Almighty, M. Mrs. Bastine Marion from Paris, French. Fran- French? <laughs> from Paris, Paris, French. Woohoo! That was my mess up, not even the fucking you spam know what? You email. Could, you could have just said it was the email, but you know what? I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. But I'm based in what's that place you were talking about? Burkina Faso. There you go. That place. Oh my god. For eight years now, as a businesswoman dealing on gold exploration and cotton sales. Oh. Oh. Cringe. All right. All right. But I, but I have been suffering from this deadly disease called cancer for long, and the doctor said I have. This poor woman, she only has a few weeks to live. And this was sent to me on the 14th of February. So she's long dead by she's now. She's long gone. Oh, God. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to her. Oh, my God. R.I.P. <laughs> I know it will be difficult for you to believe my story now, but this is the situation I found myself in. It's not my desire to be on a sick bed, but God knows best. 
Who the fuck wants to be sick? <laughs> uh, wait, first of all, what's a sick bed and where the fuck do you buy yeah, it? Yeah, and secondly, like, why? <sighs> she's putting that on God. Why is God letting you? Yeah. Right. Like, all right. Okay, sweet. shit blame. Now that I am about to end. Whoa. Oh, wow. This is this is this is probably going to be my favorite line of the whole email. We'll see. Oh, no. Now that I am about to end the race like this. <laughs> <laughs> Without any family members and no child, I have 6.8 million US dollars in Bank of Africa. Okay. It's all my life savings. I instructed the bank to give it to St. Andrew's Missionary and Home Casito Orphanage in Burkina Faso. Hmm. But my mind is not at rest because I do not trust them. Oh. <laughs> I am writing this letter now, though the help. Wait. I am writing this letter now through the help of my computer beside my sick bed. <laughs> Can you get one of those off Amazon? I probably. You could probably get it within Just... a couple of days. I mean, fuck. <laughs> yeah, if you got Prime, you're getting it tomorrow. Right, right, right. Sometimes same day. Shit, it depends. Yeah. I will instruct the bank to transfer this fund to you as a foreigner, but you have to, you have, I have to promise. Have to. I have to promise me that you will take 40% of the total money for your personal use, while 60% of the money will go to charity, blah, charity, orphanage, and less privileges. Okay, but what if I am the less privileged? <laughs> right, fuck, what if, my, what if I only have $7 from the other person who tried to give me money? We've only made $7.20 right. in this series. Right. <laughs> People in the street, we... What? People, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So orphanage, orphan, orphanage, mm -hmm. and less privileges. People in the street and helping the needy. I grew up as an orphan, and I don't have anybody as my family member. Aww. Just to endeavor that the house of God is maintained. <laughs> Always the house of God. Always the house of God. And, never, never the apartment this, of Satan. <laughs> right. I mean, what the fuck. <laughs> Am, am doing this so that God will forgive my sins and accept my soul because this sickness has suffered me so much. What? As soon as I receive your reply, I shall give you the contact of the bank and I will instruct my bank manager to issue you an authority letter that will prove you the present beneficiary of the money in the bank. That is, if you assure me that you will act accordingly and I stated heron. Oh. I look forward to getting a reply from mm. you. Thanks and God bless Mrs. Bastian Marion. That's what I'm guessing her name is. Back this train up a bit. Right. Why didn't she tell us her sins? She's That's like, what I'm oh, saying. Right? Spill the like, tea, sis. I want right. to know what shady shit you've done to because get 6.2. Maybe we could be friends. Exactly. Maybe right. this is like a a friendship or a relationship that's budding, but I Or if or if you're sinning and you're getting six point two million, six point eight million dollars. Yeah. Bitch, I want in. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. my shit for free. What yeah. the fuck? What are you what are you doing, man? <laughs> Share the wealth, my that's friend. That's what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> oh my god. This has been a roller coaster. Thank you so much for for reading your emails and yeah. you know this is this has been fun. I definitely needed a laugh. So thank you so much for being here, Kevin. And for those listening that want to tune in to your show, where could they find you? How can they follow along? 
So you can find the Jury Room Podcast on, well, it's not iTunes anymore, but Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, pretty much any major podcasting platform. If anybody's listening to this off of Patreon, wherever you listen to this is probably where you can find my show. If you want to get in contact with me, you can reach out to me at juryroompodcast at gmail.com. Now, I know they've played my addiction promo, so if you guys want to come on and share your stories on that, you could definitely reach out to me. I know today I'm, you know, been laughing and joking and we're having a good time but i promise it, my show is more serious and i i definitely take the addicted series that i'm working on extremely professional and serious this was just a fun you know, cleanser a fun little episode yes. right but yeah you can you can find me on most major podcasting platforms you can find me on social media jury room podcast i think on most of them i'm not on all of them but i'm on most of them i'm very active on twitter so if you guys want interaction that's probably where i'm at i don't know how to use instagram yet i don't think i'm gonna learn because it's fucking frustrating <laughs> but i do have an instagram <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Kevin. We'll definitely have to have you on for a regular episode for an actual Weird Distractions episode. That would be great. Talk some true crime, maybe some spooky shit if you're interested in that. Yes, but absolutely. Would love to have you on. Yay! I'm into all of it, man. Congratulations. Again, you guys are fucking rock stars. I oh, am you. so ecstatic that you guys are part of the podcasting community. I, it's fucking crazy that we're a bunch of random strangers kind of trying to, I guess, build a name for ourselves. But you meet some really cool people along the way, and I'm super thankful you guys are a part of it. Once again, I'm not crying. Kevin's crying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your kind words. And as always, if you need a distraction, we got you. Bye. Thanks for listening, and remember, you never know what's lurking in the shadows, lingering around the corner, walking past your house at night. So watch out, stay safe, and keep listening. This has been The Jury Room.